Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Stretch, a fire service podcast with Uncle Mike and Cousin Vinny. Hey, so we've been hitting the weeds lately, talking about a lot of stuff that's been uh, weighing on us and kind of talking back and forth, trying to get some some insight. And uh, today's topic we wanted to hit on is not everybody can handle their liquor. Damn straight. So what does that mean to you? Because I, I kind of have a, a take on it, but let's start with you. <laughs> well, we just uh, we had a debrief before we started to hit the record button. Yes. And obviously I was way, as funny as this is, I thought I took it literally speaking because I could think of a lot of people in our occupation that cannot handle their liquor, go out to some, you know, any reason for us to celebrate. That's what firemen do, man. Mm-hmm. You got two days off to think about how we're going to spend our money, how we're going to spend our cheddar. And we spend it at the bars, whether we're getting, you know, we're getting married. Hey man, Roland's getting married. Let's go out. Or guys got a baby. We do diaper parties, mm-hmm. daddy diaper parties. Man, they're awesome. You know, get a whole bunch of diapers and, but there's a few of us that can't handle our liquor for sure. But metaphorically, I was thinking about pressure. Okay. About people, maybe they get in some pressure cooker environment that they create. And I know that we're where you were going with this, mm-hmm. so I don't want to spill the beans a bit. Oh, that's fine. But I was thinking more of the inability to maybe they take on an assignment that they can't handle. They've heard their ego has been so propped up by others, or maybe they're just their own self-evaluation of their skills that they're just really not. You know, there's going to be at some point where they're just they're running in circles and they're not. They're not the shit you know they're not that guy or they're not that girl so that's where i felt like that was going but okay this is your brain trust so we're gonna go with what you felt how that no i think what we'll do is we'll we'll dissect all these they're all good Uh, my outlook with it and why i was trying to bring this to the the forefront was not everybody can handle their liquor in my opinion was more of some people can talk a talk, but definitely can't back it up. And the second they get called out on their own bullshit, they just crumble. And they act out, and they pout, and they just act the fool. So we had a discussion in our last podcast talking about, you know, just being able to walk the walk and talk the talk, and uh, people calling you out on your own BS, and uh, I definitely think that there are a lot of people out there that can't handle their own liquor, meaning that if they get questioned or if they get maybe have someone kind of stand up for themselves, if they're being maybe a little tyrannical and getting uh, ahead of themselves with their, their leadership rank or their status within the uh, the station, that once that kind of bounces back on them, they they t- tend to deflect and kind of cower under that because they can't hear and handle hearing what you're throwing at them. Yeah. Well, hey, newsflash for all you people out there listening to this. At some point, doesn't matter if it's one year, if it's 27 and a half, it's going to be your turn in the barrel. And there's going to be people shooting at you. Okay. So you just got to be prepared because I think that a lot of the the better people in the in the fire service in general are the empathetic people that have been 
been there, done that, and maybe some of the ones that have learned the hard lessons. I, I mean, I truly feel that way. Like the guys that have, I have done it that way. It did not work well for me. Like more trusted confidants and just advice. I'm not talking about like leadership. I'm just talking about just like adv- firehouse advice or or just a, a good person to kind of like for just you know having a, a good talk one day. But they do confuse the rank. It just carries an ego with it, and they flex. There's a lot of flexing, okay? I mean, we should put a mirror in every room in a firehouse because there's some people that just love to flex on on and whatever they can. They just and you just gotta get their hand into everything, and it, sometimes it comes back to them. And maybe the example you're referring to or talking about or thinking about is, yeah, I mean, listen, if you're gonna be involved. Understand that there's going to be people that are going to, that are going to bark back at you. Like you're going to, if you're just out there looking for everything or everything to, to go and address and to just kind of stir up, you're going to find a dog that's going to bite you. Like you really are. So you got to be prepared for it and understand that there's a lot, there's people out there that'll give you a taste of their own medicine. And whether that's and where how how are you in that moment you eat the humble pie. When you're served that that piece of humble pie, like what are how are you going to react to that? Yeah, well, I've seen I've seen people accept it and learn and adapt and change. Um, I like to think, to think of myself that I did that in several occasions. Um, I've also seen people bark back down, flex as you were saying before, like they're at a globo gym or something. Just a little shake weight. Yes. We had to shake weight on the sidebar. It was a punishment at the gym I used to, oh used to run. If oh you were God. late for class, you had to shake weight. But it's, it's okay. No, we actually had a shake weight that just was, had to be in the day room of the firehouse. I mean, it was there for years. Like, but it's it's kind of a, one of those things. It's, it, it's funny, but yet satisfying. The shake weight. It's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on from the shake weight. Uh, but just getting back to uh, for for those that do flex and you know when, when the conversation goes like I'm the blank, you will do what I say. Like you, you know, you've lost that battle. I mean, I hope you know you lost that battle. Um, you it, died on the hill. Yeah, yeah. I think you did. You you definitely you got out of the trench, which are leading the charge, and you were one of the first shot down right there. Yeah, it, you'll never get. You'll never be accepted and. You should be respected for your ranks, but uh, the second you have to to let people know what your rank is, you've definitely missed the ball on numerous occasions. So, I'm going to disagree with you and debate right there, right there a little bit. We can still be friends afterwards. Okay, that's fine. Because I think that there's someone that still accepts that. I think a majority of people don't accept the "this is my rank, this is my badge, and you will respect it." Because I think there's why does it continue? Okay. Like if everyone in the fire service thinks that this is, that this is the worst thing you could possibly say on your first day as an officer, it still continues, right? At some point that either is an acceptable practice to the person when they think they're in that rank, because why did they hear it that way? Or their leader was that, or they were so impressionistic as a young new pup in the fire service, their lieutenant or whatever goes, Hey man, you see this bugle? You say what I, you do what I say. I mean, he's just like, man, he's counting down days and taking promotional tests until he could finally say that. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it still happens. But yeah, 
Everyone goes, you don't ever do that. There's books written, you don't ever want to do that. You don't need to flex your rank, but it still occurs. So why is it happening? That's a really good question. I'm thinking about that. So they, and the best way to respond to it. Yeah. There's, there's some issue there. There's some lack of self-awareness. There's some, the ego that, that goes as uh, an insecurity. I, I don't know, but do you think it's maybe because their person that they were mentored under or they were brought up under, maybe they had a bad experience with a shitty boss and then they're like, well, I can do better than what he's doing. So once I get to that position of authority, I'm going to flex. Yeah. I mean, I, I bet there's some of that, but, or, or do they, was it a good experience with a shitty boss where they thought that's successful? That person was successful in the organization, and these were day one expectations that were laid out. And honestly, they're not day one expectations. A person that says that on the first day is going to say that every day of their life, right? Okay. Right. You, there's no person that, that that points at their collar just on one day. They're normally going to be collar pointers for the rest of their career, right? Man, I, and then maybe they just assume that's that's the the way the path is is laid out. That's how you form. That's how you have a good career in that in those roles. Okay, I, I can I can bite on that one a little bit. It's all about upbringing and exposure, mm -hmm. and what you've been exposed to in your career. Right. Um, I'm not sure what your evaluation cycle goes through, but let's say it's a one through ten. Um, if everybody, you know, if if you meet that mediocre level level of a. Uh, of a five, which is like a organization's bare minimum. And you work for an officer or a battalion chief or whoever, who is a five, like you've just, you've, you've planed on mediocrity and you're like, you're just skating by like, yeah, this is where it's at. This is living. But then the problem is there is an elite level out there. Right. And there's, there's, there's eight and nines. There's no tens, but there's eight and nines out there and they're looking down. And Dude, you looked at me hard when you said there's no tens. Like just, okay, I, I feel you, man. There's no tens. Damn. <laughs> just, well, it's, it's true. No one's, there is no 10. Right. But it's, it's a, it's a goal set to try to achieve and that'd be phenomenal. That'd be absolutely phenomenal. But without that, you have these different levels and if you achieve the highest mark, at your level, then yeah, maybe you do have a little bit of that cockiness, maybe because that's how that person conducted themselves that you're going to emulate them mm -hmm. as, as you move up and, and you get to those, those different levels of leadership within your organization. It doesn't have to be rank. It's just levels of leadership. Those lessons you took away from it. Like I've worked from some, some pretty good bosses and they've taught me a lot of good things. And I've taken everything I could from that. I've worked with some subpar bosses and I've taken a lot away from that. And if I can take away the good from the good and the what not to do with the bad and kind of formulate a plan with it and kind of a direction to go with it, then I think we're doing okay. But you still want to do better. still want to do, do well. And I think if you come across that and you get to that point, then if you come at it with just a one-sided way, once you get challenged, 
and you get made to look the fool, you're going to bark, you're going to act out, you're going to you're going to maybe say things or or use use your bugle as a chorus of power over top of somebody. You will do this because I am telling you that you have to do that. But that's a that's a terrible way to live, terrible terrible way to, way to lead. Because then what you're doing with that is then now you're going to have people emulate that because now that's that's their normal. It's how they feel. It needs to be down the rest of their career. So I'm going to circle back to that beginning where you talk about the five, right? The mediocre? Yeah. A lot of mediocre drivers out in the roadways every day. Average. Yeah, average. Let's average. call it the average. Right. There's a lot. Okay, average. There's a lot of average. My, my bad. Average people. All right. Note, it is not mediocre. It is average. There's a lot of average drivers. There's just a lot of average out there in the world, right? Okay. So I was going to think about this in two ways. Who establishes the eight and nine rating? It's the organization. It's comparative to the organization. So if I'm an eight in fire department A, and you plucked me out, and you put me in fire department B, am I automatically an eight and nine in that organization? No. You have to prove yourself again. Right. I thought I was pretty squared away as a as a firefighter in my in my organization. But if you put plucked me out and you put me in the back of, of engine eighty two in Chicago, I don't know. Like I don't know. Right? So I think that's that's where the rating system is so relevant. it's relevant to just that that organization. And then talking about promotional path and you only work with one certain individual, one officer, because I do think that there's, there is good in, in moving and having like just different perspectives and there's not enough trade days and overtime shifts to really get you to kind of gauge who are good bosses and not, right? You got to kind of work with somebody for like at least a year or so. But say you can promote rather quickly in some organizations. I've seen like, I've seen some like three, four or five years where you can now, you take the promotional test Hey man, you know all the SOGs. You did really good in that interview panel. You said all the cool like buzzwords and 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 cool phrases we were trying to grade high. You know, you only saw that one way, and that was your boss saying, "This is how you're gonna you're gonna listen to me because they had that positional power, and that's what you think Dean was successful." Ah, oh, man, it's tough. Well, I think it's only tough if you don't allow yourself to be open up to the possibilities of you could be wrong and how you can fix your own mistakes and use the people that are with you as like part of the team and not someone who's against you. And going back to the, uh, not being able to handle your own liquor part of it is, you know, are you, are you able to, to swallow that down and can you handle the effects of it? It could be super positive. You can actually build up and create a stronger, more dynamic team by admitting your faults or, or listening to their feedback and saying, you know what, that, that actually is possibly a better idea than this. Let's give it a shot. But just, just the other day I had a, a conflict. It wasn't a big conflict, but it was a, a, a conflict that was enough that, that required, in my opinion, intervention. And it required me to, to question somebody and kind of call them out for a behavior, Right. And this was uh, of equal, so that way we don't have to worry about you know putting rank or anything. It, it was it was of equal, right? So, <laughs> oh man, I love that when there's the uh, just 
not to take away your steal your thunder, but they're like all afraid because it's like the like what was it the military could be like no rank we're gonna I don't care if you're a sergeant I'm a lieutenant we're gonna just like duke it out right here yeah. like you know that like, you have to yeah. you have to you always have to preempt that conversation mm-hmm. like hey and there's no rank the rank doesn't matter right yeah, here I'll, be, I'll meet you on the beach at seven o'clock <laughs> yeah yes yeah. so we had uh we had a uh, uh, the old bars uh, is open socks don't leave bruises we had a uh, we had a, a little uh, uh uh legendary uh stories going around called 701 meetings oh, okay so yeah same thing yeah peer on peer crime so i love this let's go but th- there was no crime committed other than this i have a little bit it was called arresting bitch face so people can tend to take me the wrong way very quickly. But I stay quiet. I take it all in, buddy. Why are you laughing at me? I do. Dude, who? First of all, who who coined that phrase? I can't tell you. I don't even know who coined the phrase, but it's it's a thing. It's reality. <laughs> okay. Keep going. I'm sorry. But either way, when is when like people feel intimidated or they don't feel like they can be open and honest with you, and only give you a, a partial or a half truth, or they decide to kind of skirt around the topic that you're talking to them about. When in reality, just being open and honest and having a hard conversation for five minutes could squash so much stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, having having a little smirk on my face, whatever else can yeah, that I can probably work on that, and I'll try. It hasn't worked yet, but I can try. Well, the mustache doesn't hide it, so. But no, in reality, think about it. If 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 people are able to just maybe break down and just open up and have a, a, a small conversation, can you imagine how many mountains we've created could have just been swept under the rug or swept away as the molehill they were? Think about that. Right. Most of the nonsense that gets blown out of proportion just needed a five-minute conversation. Right. Open and honest and just raw and then you can walk away because, you know, we talk about, you know, opinions and having the great debate, but people don't know how to debate anymore because people get angry and get upset and they feel, I don't know, defeated, but they feel attacked right, and triggered, right? But at the end of the day, like, I don't have to agree with anything you say and you don't have to really agree with anything I say, but at the end of the day, man, like, I think you're a good dude, stand-up guy and like, I enjoy hearing your different of opinions and we can walk away with it either knowing better knowing more or saying huh that was a good talk see you out there mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like oh my god you are horrible and you know you're, you're never gonna be on my team because you just don't agree with me and that's that's just nonsense and th- and that's where I, I definitely feel like that that liquor handling can get blown up proportion because of that you demand wrap it up all right. If you have any questions or like to give us some uh, feedback, you can reach us at uh, Gmail, which is uh, beyond the stretch podcast at gmail.com, or you can uh, DM us at the uh, Facebook page, which is beyond the stretch. Until next time, this is Cousin Vinny and Uncle Mike. Thanks, guys. Thank you.